Every night around midnight, hundreds of trucks enter Singapore from Malaysia and beyond, unloading their cargoes of imported fruits and vegetables at the sprawling Pasir Panjang Wholesale Center. Buyers pick through bends of bok choy, chives, and eggplant, then load their goods onto smaller trucks and fan out before sunrise across this crowded city-state of more than 5 million people. It's a window into the complex daily supply chain of fresh food in a country that grows only 7% of its produce. It's also a window into the future. Over half of the world's population could rely on food imports by 2050, a trend driven by more and more people moving to cities and more and more farmland succumbing to sprawl and climate change. But that's according to the old paradigm, where food was something that came from the ground. This whole area will be 720 towers for one block. On a nine-acre industrial plot on Singapore's urban fringe, 50-year-old entrepreneur Jack Ng is building a series of what look like giant shrink-wrapped boxes, nearly four stories tall. Walk inside these transparent structures and you enter one of the most efficient food production systems on the planet. It's called SkyGreens. This is our aluminum A-frame system. Hundreds of 30-foot-tall aluminum A-frames are stacked with tiers of lettuce and Chinese cabbage all the way to the ceiling. It's a technology Ng invented. So this is my water wheel. Yeah, we are using this water wheel to turn this power. That water wheel is basically the system's hydraulic engine. Water flows down through a pipe from a tank near the top and spins a turbine that rotates each tower's 38 tiers of plants like a Ferris wheel ensuring equal exposure to the sunlight above and a micro-sprinkler system below. All the water is filtered and reused. The greens are grown without chemical inputs in organic soil composted from food waste. And the only energy consumed runs a low-power pump that returns the water back to the top. Electricity you use is $3 per month for this whole tower. That's about the equivalent of running one 60-watt light bulb. Each of the A-frames costs around $12,000 to build, but their small footprint makes them up to 10 times more productive per square foot than conventional farming. And in a country with the third densest population on the planet and with some of the world's highest land values, that cost-to-productivity ratio is key to SkyGreen's early success. Lee Seng Kong directs Singapore's National Institute of Education. An urban farming model must, first of all, be highly productive. Whatever we produce in Singapore must compete with the prices of vegetables coming into Singapore. At the supermarkets, where many of those imports end up, Sky Green's produce sells for only about 10% more than greens from Malaysia and China. That premium reflects both the high startup costs and the high rents for Singapore land. But the price will only fall as the technology advances, says Columbia University ecologist Dixon Despamier. He says a good example of that is the improvements in the efficiency of LED lighting. Uh, Eventually, the physicists will emerge with a 100% efficient LED light. And that's not too far in the distant future. When that happens, then you will be as efficient as a plant of converting sunlight to chemical energy. Enabling urban farming to move into vacant office towers and repurposed factories, since energy costs and sunlight would no longer be limiting factors. And with advances in aeroponics, where nutrients and water are sprayed directly onto exposed plant roots, even soil becomes unnecessary. Despamier says much of this is already happening, and not just in Singapore, in Vancouver, in Tokyo, even in Brooklyn. 
premium leafy green vegetables and microgreens are the main crops today, but that's just the beginning. In the very near future, this technology will spread and it will start to encompass basic crops like rice, wheat, potatoes, and other root vegetables. And then you've got this industrial snowball. The next thing you know, you've got Singapore producing 10, 20, 30 percent of its produce. And that's exactly what Singapore hopes to achieve. The city has invested $20 million in a fund to boost domestic produce, fish, and egg production through new technologies like SkyGreens. Jack Ng claims his rotating vertical farming system could increase Singapore's locally grown produce by a factor of seven, all while using only a fraction of the land and water used in conventional agriculture and about a quarter of the labor and materials. And then there's the reduced carbon footprint of food that doesn't require massive fossil fuel inputs. But just as important, to his customers at least, Ng says his greens taste better. And they do. We sit down together on the farm to a lunch of fresh-picked bok choy, lettuce-wrapped pork, and soup with greens. This one is long With some foreign produce taking weeks to reach Singapore's shelves, Ng says that day of freshness is driving demand for his product. My customer keep on asking, can you produce more? Can you supply more? Ng has raised $28 million in public and private money to more than quadruple his capacity. This one urban vertical farm won't protect Singapore from the rise in climate-related disruptions to the global food supply, but it's an investment that may well pay off, especially as the city adds an expected 2 million more mouths to feed by 2030. For The World, I'm Sam Eaton, Singapore.